everyone. Thanks for coming back to another episode. Um, this week, I got someone good for you. We actually met about, I think in October or November, I can't remember. But um, yeah, we met in Calgary. She has a bunch of events that she does. I've been to a couple of them. And uh, yeah, I asked her to be a part of this podcast so that she can talk about her events and some of her other life things that she did in the past and in the future. So um, yeah, this is Katrina. You want to say hi? Hey, Erin. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I am super excited. So do you maybe want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I'm Katrina. I'm currently 28 years old, born in Winnipeg, but raised in Calgary ever since I was three years old. I have a real passion for hosting events, bringing people together, and supporting local businesses here in Calgary. I do a few other things as well. On the side, I have a business called Artsy Fartsy, and that is essentially me being a pain night teacher teaching events in and around the city or online for painting classes and we use acrylic paints. I also manage four Airbnb suites that my parents own in Beddington. During the pandemic, I did a lot of hiking here and there and fell in love with hiking and I was doing some events on the side but with the lockdown it's been really hard so I just decided to get a full-time job and my boss actually considers me as an executive assistant. So that's what I'm currently doing right now. That's awesome. Um, so question about your painting. I haven't been to any of your painting events yet. Um, and the last couple months have been COVID. So it's like all online and stuff. So <clears throat> haven't been to any of your online events either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but what made you get into painting? Like, why do you love painting so much? What made you want to teach it and have your own business in it? Hey, those are some really great questions, Erin. So basically, ever since I was able to pick up a paintbrush, I've loved painting. So ever since I was three years old, I would sit at the table and just paint all day, all afternoon. When I was able to paint on an easel, I got one of those little toy easels. And honestly, ever since I could remember, I've been into painting. I took art my entire life as an elective. I really wish I went into art school during elementary and junior high, but I did go to a Catholic school my entire life here in Calgary. And so, yeah, I actually first attended my very first paint night in 2016 in November. And I still remember it was at Tipperary's and it was a work event that I had scheduled. At the end of the event, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this as a job. How can I do this? So I set a really big goal for myself. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be in this art teacher's shoes one day. So I basically just said to myself, let me do 50 to 75 paint nights, start to host them, teach my friends, teach my family. It started out with that, and then I started to teach coworkers. And the pandemic actually got me out of a job that I hated, which was a huge blessing in disguise. So I rocked the summer. I had like one of the best summers of my life. And then in October, 
is when I started my business and I called it artsy fartsy. And you know why I called it that? <laughs> People would be like, oh, there's that artsy fartsy girl. <laughs> you know the saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I actually had some help with the name from my family. We, my mom and I, one evening, we were drinking wine. I still remember at 11 o'clock. This was about in March of 2020, and we were just trying to come up with my next step, you know. She's a uh, entrepreneur, businesswoman. I love her to death. And, yeah, so we were just coming up with a bunch of names, and she mentioned Artsy Fartsy. I'm like, wow, this is the business <laughs> name. This is, this is going to be it. So soon after, a couple months later, I re registered the name, and it uh, slowly became, like, my dream slowly became true so that's awesome um but because you were so into art and painting how come you didn't do like post-secondary like degree in art or if you did go to post-secondary what did you do or take I always had a passion for any kind of art so when I was in high school I did a lot of digital art online using Photoshop and whatnot and I actually did go to state for new media production and design and that was in 2011 to 2013 so I do have a background in graphic design web design and I really was able to use my artistic skills in that but after doing websites online, I realized that this wasn't my forte. I didn't want to be sitting in front of a computer screen all the time. I love people. I love meeting people and teaching them in person. And that was more my skill set. So that is the reason why I created Artsy Fartsy. I like it. I like it. Um, so other than painting, what other sort of events do you do? I know you talked about hiking. But I know you do a few other things as well. I have a really big goal for myself right now. COVID kind of kiboshed these plans, yep. <laughs> least to say. So I'm going to be releasing another company for events in Calgary and outside Calgary. The main goal is for people to get out of the house, out of their comfort zone, and start to meet people. You know, there's new, new people all over the world coming to Calgary. There's people that have lost friends that just really need to expand their social circle. Maybe they have grown personally into a different type of person that they are than their friends. And you know what? I'm really just trying to bring together a community. And also while trying to support local businesses. So some other events that I really love to host I've only done a couple of them so far is uh, laser tag mm -hmm. and it's tactical laser tag. That one's a lot of fun. I don't have plans just to host one genre type of event. So what I currently have planned is events considering the arts, personal wellness, some nutrition, fitness, fun and thrilling events, the great outdoors, how to adult, Sips in the city, festive, whatever's going on in the city during a certain month, like Halloween events, Christmas events, and excursions outside of the city. Now I'm low-key sad that like I'm not going to be here to participate in any of these. Because I know you were planning um, a Halloween event too of like, what is it called? Like that kind of music in like a field. What's the music called? 
electronic dance music okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> electronic dance music and then when i seen that i was like oh my god that'd be so sick and then yeah i ended up getting canceled because of covid so yeah i'll be sad that i won't be here to participate in those events especially the sip one because that's like what going to drink wine <laughs> yeah oh no no i'm sad <laughs> i am so sad that you're leaving i just officially started to like meet you and hang out with you we went to the ladies jasper trip last week and like you are purely awesome you have this podcast going and then you're moving back to ontario i'm like girl no don't leave us don't leave (laughs) well you'll just have to come visit me in ontario and uh yeah we'll plan some stuff in ontario as well um so question for people who want to start their own events what sort of advice can you give them and maybe if you can shed some light on how um hard it is to actually host events and plan everything you know i've always been one to bring people together ever since i was little i still remember back in junior high i would be the one organizing and planning events so if this isn't really your forte my biggest suggestion would be to start small start with people that you know with whatever you like to do for your passions so say that you're really into skateboarding and you want to host a skateboarding event just like down your street and then do some tricks here and there you know what just Call on your friends that like to do this activity, plan a day, use social media to market yourself, and be the best host that you can be. Be the best leader that you can be. I feel like people don't realize how important marketing is. Like, that's how you get all, like, whether it be clients or, you know, friends, whatever, people to participate in your events. And especially in today's age, everyone is on social media. So that's what you got to do nowadays. That's why I started like my podcast Instagram page and probably going to do one for my YouTube channel too. That's the main thing. You got to market yourself. Absolutely. You're definitely right on the dot with that. Marketing is key and how to market is word of mouth is the greatest marketing there is out there today. Of course, there's Facebook. I do use Facebook events. I do have a private group for posting all my events. I also have a private group for my artsy-fartsy business to post my paint nights that are now virtually. Eventually, they'll be in bars and restaurants. I do recommend to use Instagram because that is right now the number one marketing tool for businesses. I get a lot of people from marketing on Instagram right now especially for my painting business. A lot of hikers, there are a lot of different kinds of groups on Facebook. So I really have to be choosy right now with who I'm hiking with. As with the COVID restrictions right now, it is 10 people or under for outdoor events. I do plan on expanding the horizon and probably making a meetup group down the road for when those restrictions are lifted. But I would recommend for people that are just starting out is to start to talk to people. Get excited about your event. You know, people really like to be attracted to those who are outgoing, are excited about their own event, are bringing people in together and just like overall have a zest and love for life. 
I was just about to say, you're probably one of like the most outgoing people I know. And that's like the main quality you need to have, you know. Um, if you're shy and you get nervous and like, I don't know, you don't like talking to people, then that business is not for you. <laughs> um, you're right about that. It's not your niche or your forte to be hosting events if you don't like people. Let's just say that. If you would prefer to be an introvert and just like not see people and just do your own thing, I would recommend to follow your passion with whatever that is. If you are a natural born leader and organizer and love to host events, then definitely do that. Because low-key, I was thinking of starting to do that when I got back home just because I seen like you and like a couple other people hosting and it just seems so fun just making so many friends meeting so many new people like people you would not think would turn out to be like really good friends with you you know so yeah I'm, I'm thinking about doing that when I go back to Ontario but also I don't know if I'm going to be motivated enough but we'll see <laughs> I think you'd be really great at hosting events you have to be the one to believe in yourself first before other people obviously there's going to be your natural support system that will believe in you but it really does have to come from the inside and the want and the desire and you know what it is scary to host your first event I'll tell you like I had goosebumps and I every event that I host I'm like okay I don't want to mess up you know I want this to go well I want everyone to have a good time I don't want people to be fighting or no no arguments and I really try and connect with people. Everyone who attends my events, I really try hard to connect with each and one of them to learn about who they are, what their story is. Even if it's just a couple minutes, it's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Who are you? And thank you for coming. You know, I really do appreciate that. And I really do try hard to connect and associate with everyone and you never know who you're going to meet you're definitely right about that in the last six months I've met so many really cool people that I would probably never come across unless I hosted these events and what's really cool is that we all share the same passion with whatever event I'm hosting so if people from Calgary or I guess Alberta want to check out your events or check out your social media, how could they reach you? What's like your, your at, your, what's it called? Your username. What's your username for, every, for everything? For everything. Okay. We've got a few of them. Are you ready? Yeah. Get a pen. <laughs> Get a pen. <laughs> Open up your notepad. So for my painting, my uh, Artsy Fartsy, it is on Instagram, Artsy Fartsy Calgary, as well as on Facebook. It is just facebook.com slash Artsy Fartsy Calgary. It is a private group, so I do have to accept you. For my events, it is called Calgary Experiences. So it is Calgary Experiences on Instagram, as well as facebook.com slash calgary experiences you can also go to the website calgaryexperiences.com you can also go to the website artsyfartsycalgary.com my personal account is redheadbarbie underscore on instagram i do post a lot of my hiking photos on there and my facebook is it is facebook.com slash keekpeek k-e-e-k-p-e-e-k you can find me on facebook as katrina kindrat 
I'm the only one. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> She's the only one. <laughs> you know, you know some people with like a name that has over a thousand searches. Yeah, I'm. I feel bad for those people because you're like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and you're like, can you just add me? <laughs> If you are looking for cute and stylish jewelry, check out Neon.ca. I've officially partnered up with them and I have received a couple of their earrings. They're so cute. One of them is black stripes and the other one are medium-sized gray ones. Um, I will be posting pictures on my social media if you want to check it out. Um, But if you are looking for cute yet stylish jewelry, please check them out. They're so awesome. Um, Deanne, who actually makes these jewelries by scratch, is so talented. And yeah, go check them out. Their website and Instagram is neon.ca. Do you, do you want to add some more things about your event? <laughs> Absolutely. So I host these events for people to really connect and form a social group that they can build a support network system because I feel like a lot of people don't have that and they don't have a community to associate to and as humans we feel the best when we are a part of a community you know we feel accepted and you know the overall confidence of people just goes straight through the roof I've noticed especially attending these events that I'm hosting for example over the weekend I hosted a hiking event with a bunch of strangers and it was pretty difficult we went to McGilvery Creek which is just 20 minutes outside of Canmore and it was an obstacle course so on the way up we took the hillside and on the way back down it was about eight or nine different obstacles and for those who are afraid of heights it was uh, pretty adventurous because you have a rope hanging down the side of a rock and you're basically rock climbing going on ladders you know it's a it's a considered a moderate hike but uh, we did have a few others that were very helpful and as a team, you know, they all got together and built the trust and the community that I was really hoping for. So that hike was unbelievable and awesome. I do host events just for ladies, which is the one that you came to. This is more for empowering women and females. Now, I am really supportive of males as well, but I do feel like as, as females, we do need our own support system of just women. So this is why I'm creating these events as well. I really want to build a support network of strong, empowering females who just want to support one another, who are positive and just have a great outlook in life. You know, we come from all walks of life and of course we're all dealing with our own struggles. So I do really feel like when we do have our support network around us, those struggles become a little less harder to deal with. Well, on that note, happy International Day of Women, Girls, whatever you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy International Women's Day to you too, girly. Woohoo. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good day to do this Okay, so now to switch up the subject um 
you talked about on the trip we went on last weekend or two weekends ago that you used to be a bodybuilder. So can you maybe talk about that experience a little bit? Oh my gosh, I would not call myself a bodybuilder. <laughs> I did one show, but yeah, okay, I can definitely talk to you about that. I So I'll just backtrack a little bit here. I'll just backtrack a little bit here on how I got into the fitness and bodybuilding world. So I was early 20s and you know in your early 20s you like to go out and party a lot. That was me. <laughs> you could see me at almost every different type of nightclub or there was a few that I really loved to attend. I had a really close group of friends and we would just party every weekend, you know. Friday I'd be partying and then Saturday I'd be working somewhere or just partying both days and after about two years of this lifestyle, I got really bored with it. I was in like a dark place at this music festival. I was walking alone. I had lost my friends. It was like three in the morning and I'm just like, okay, I threw my hands up in the air and said, there has to be more to life than of just these events and, you know, getting drunk every weekend, eating crap food all the time. And I just, my body felt like I was 80, even though I was on my feet and dancing, I still internally felt really gross. At that point, when I was really alone at Shambhala, that's when I decided I'm going to change my life. I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I just made that decision internally. I'm just going to change my life, get out of the music scene for a little bit and figure out what I want to do. I wasn't working a job that I loved and I felt like I didn't have that very many close friends and you know, it just wasn't the type of life that I desired for myself. I do remember at like midnight one day, I was scrolling through Instagram and I came across this beautiful Australian fitness model. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to be her. I want to look like her. I want to do everything I can in my power to get from where I was to the best shape of my life. I had struggled so much with working out and not being able to get into the lean muscle shape that I wanted I had been working out since I was like 16 up to I was about 24 which is when I started my fitness journey and I would be gaining weight and I'm like why am I gaining weight this makes no sense to me I kind of knew what I was doing in the gym but you know you teach yourself and my form was completely off and I realized that I was eating way more calories than I should have been I was essentially building muscle but not losing the fat so that is why I was gaining the weight I had made this decision in late August in 2016 laying in my bed at midnight okay this is it I'm going to change my life so I just put it out there in the world I want to change my life I don't know how I'm going to do it but the path will guide me I just believed in myself and Whatever would come to me, I would just figure it out because everything is figure outable, which is also a book I'm reading right now. It's amazing. <laughs> Highly recommend. About a month later, a fitness bodybuilding coach reached out to me. We've been talking for a little bit here and there, and we started talking, connecting, and I was like really attracted to him. And <laughs> Yeah, we went on like our first date in September and from there on, within like two weeks, we were dating in a relationship, whatever you want to call it. From there, I just had hired him. I'm like, you know what? Can you train me and coach me 
for the Alberta Bodybuilding Association Winter Classic show in February 2017. So this was a good five months away. So I had 20 weeks to prepare for this. And I did not even think that I would make it on stage. I I personally thought I would come in like last place. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make top five to qualify for provincials. I worked really hard doing the workouts in the gym. I don't think I even missed one workout. So the workouts are broken down into lifting and then cardio. So I would do lifting in the gym and then my cardio after the gym. I had some cardio equipment at home that I would just do on the elliptical. Personally, I do not like cardio. I know a lot of people either it's a love-hate relationship. I love pumping the iron getting big and strong but when it came to cardio I would procrastinate and sometimes I wouldn't even do it Um, so I would probably say I did about 80% of that cardio that was given to me and I really tried my my absolute best to be on track with my nutrition and the uh, strict diet plan that I was given so I started at 145 pounds and stage weight was about 115 and that was when all the water was sucked out. So I was about 120 with my water intake after the stage, I would say. So yeah, I did lose about 25 pounds. However, I probably lost 30 to 35 pounds, if not more, of fat, and then gained 10 to 15 pounds of muscle, if you want to put that into perspective. And for the show, it was in February of 2017. I still remember like I was glammed to the max. The hair was done. The nails were done. The makeup was done all professionally. I had this really cute, teeny tiny aqua blue like bikini and like the heels and everything. I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, bikini bodybuilding girls, what they look like, but uh, you don't look like yourself really. And you feel like a Oompa Loompa because (laughs) you're like 10 times as orange as you typically are. And yeah, I... uh, I still remember about two seconds before I was going to go on stage, this girl right beside me was having a panic attack, essentially. (laughs) And I just told her, you know what? You've got this girl. You just need to rock that confidence. You've worked so hard to get here. You know what? Just picture as if it's just you on stage practicing because I know that you practice so much at home. You practice your posing for like weeks on end, sometimes months, just to perfect the posing. And uh, she did really well. She thanked me after the show, like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for calming me down. And that's when I'm like, okay, now is my time to shine. So I went right after her, did my three poses. I totally forgot to thank the judges, do, like, a little wave at the end. But I just went back into line. And then uh, my name was not called until the last two. And there was nine girls on stage in my height category. So I was like standing beside this girl and I'm like, okay, she looks way better than me. Like obviously she's going to win because I didn't think I was going to place even top five, right? So this is like completely shocking to me. And when my name was called last for first place, I was like floored. I'm like so shocked. And I still remember my coach, Mega Marty in the crowd said, I told you so. (laughs) And he always believed in me. And ever since day one, he really built me from like a, a girl to a woman, essentially, is what he would like to say. I'm very proud of that, too, uh, for him being my coach. And yeah, it was a great journey. And I continued my journey of 
fitness and nutrition and how the body works well after my show. So I've really thrown myself into the whole fitness and I would say like bodybuilding world, but I'm not really considering myself a bodybuilder whatsoever. Throwing myself into the fitness scene and it is really important to take care of yourself, not just internally, but externally too, you know. People always want to like look good and when you look good, you feel good and you just rock that confidence even more. So uh, yeah, with this uh, whole COVID lockdown restrictions, it's been really hard, but I've really been trying to get out to do hiking at least once a week. That is great for cardio. So you'll be out in the mountains hiking five to six hours and let you burn like six, 700 calories, you know, if not more on days like that. It took a lot of belief in myself and thankfully I had the best coach that I found for the show. I don't regret doing the show whatsoever. It was a awesome experience. It taught me discipline, like motivation, hard work, taught me everything I know now about how to eat, what a macronutrient is, why we need proteins, why we need fats and carbs, how to work out properly in a gym. So you're not just like starting to work out on the elliptical for five minutes. Okay, there's your warm up. No, no, no. There's a certain way to warm up your muscles. There's a certain way and kind of like dance there is in the gym. Uh, there's like a different types of movements and you could be lifting and not knowing that your posture or form is incorrect and then you just build the muscle on top of that and then I've had lots of people ever since I've done my show ask for me to train them and I do not have the expertise to train someone. What I do know is how to follow a plan. So if you are looking for personal training, I do recommend to find a personal trainer online. I have taught a kind of like a boot camp workout style outside, but I wouldn't call myself a personal trainer. I did want to do that one day, and I actually did fail the exam. <laughs> it was really hard, and I, I do not do well on exams, to be honest with you. So I'm like, okay, personal trainer X, moving on. <laughs> Maybe I'll continue it down the road. I do have the PE science textbook to get my certification in nutrition. I still need to work on that, but it's not one of my main passions or goals right now. I do believe I was put on this earth to be a leader and to build a community and to also use my creative side with art to teach that as well. So that's what I'm really trying to focus on right now. And I've just been loving life, you know. I've met a lot of really great, amazing people and and I'm really waiting for the travel restrictions to release as I also do love to travel. I've been to a total of 21 countries, and I hope to do a lot more down the road. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I love the adventure. I put fear behind me instead of have it hold me down. Don't let fear stand in your way. <laughs> I'm reaching your dream. Can I? <laughs> wow, so, so cheesy. Really cheesy. <laughs> your story um it's very interesting i definitely would not be able to do that i yeah, don't i do not like working out i do not like eating healthy i do not like yeah i just i don't ever see myself doing that jose lavois is a graphic designer and small youtuber if you ever need creative services or want to support her work check out her website heyjose.com 
or check out her Instagram at HeyJose. But why, like, did you stop doing competitions? I stopped doing competitions because it was a whole lifestyle change. I I don't want to do that lifestyle anymore. You're basically attached to the gym five, six days a week. You are on a really strict diet. And I personally love ice cream and pizza and, okay. like, ciders and wine. Like, I want to enjoy life. I really don't have any desire to be on stage again. Um, you know, I did it once kind of thing and I'm done. I uh, It's really just, like, a competition. And you know what? You get a trophy in the end and maybe some money. But – Overall, I just want to be healthy. These competitions, sadly, are not healthy. And a lot, I know a lot of girls that have been doing competitions, even that have just done one competition, they will never do one again just because of how their body did not react the way that they wanted to in their off-season or their coach would just drop them and then their hormones and you, you name it, they have like so many issues and problems so it's really not that healthy. You may think, oh my gosh, she looks so good. But behind the scenes, it's it's not a healthy thing to do going competition to competition, back to back. I know girls that do it religiously and down the road, they're going to have problems, especially if they're using supplements and steroids, you know? So. Okay, weird question. What's with the orange? <laughs> what 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 is it? Okay. I, I remember going to high school with someone who did bodybuilding and I'm pretty sure he said it was to like tone your muscles so like the judges see your muscles is that true that's right yeah the stage lights are super bright and if you are pale you're not going to be able to see the definition of your muscles so that is why they basically make you into an oompa loompa and you're very orange and you have to get this crazy spray tan and yeah so the, it, it, it is to show off your muscles because that's essentially what you want to show in a bodybuilding show in a competition. Yeah. Yeah. You're not lifting weights. It's not a powerlifting competition. It's all just for looks and glam and aesthetics. Okay. That's that's really interesting. I feel like they could have made a paint that was body color, but okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so talking about your diet, I'm kind of like interested to know like what you did. Did you just like juice for like a long period of time or was it just like you're not able to eat fast food because again I would not be able to do that I feel like I crave McDonald's Subway whatever at least once a week so it's like how do you discipline yourself to not eat what you actually want to eat (laughs) that's a great question I love McDonald's myself. Their new chicken McMuffins are to die for. Thank God they did not have them during my competition. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have made it. (laughs) Shout out to McDonald's. (laughs) My diet, I did not eat a salad once. I did not juice once. I basically had high protein, high carb, uh, lower fat. So I started at 145 pounds. So my protein was about 140, 145, 145 grams, that is. My carbs were just under that or around the same. And then my fats were about like 30, 40 grams of fat during a day. So a typical meal would look like for breakfast, I love eggs. So I cook up some eggs or eggs white, egg whites down the road, put in some spinach or tomato or whatever you like to jam it up with some nice vegetables 
on the side, I did always go to Popeye's to buy those syrups with like zero everything. They did taste amazing. So I did put on like this maple syrup that had like zero calories, zero carbs, zero fat, zero sugar. It was really good. I do recommend it. Also with the creamer, I don't like the taste of coffee, but I love the taste of coffee when it's like doused in French vanilla and like a bunch of sugar. So what I actually had to do was cut my sugar addiction. I would drink so much pop every day. I love junk food. I had to cut all that out, but not entirely, you know. So I don't like the like word cheat day because people just like spend the whole day and like eat like crap and then they go back onto like their regular diet meal plan of whatever their coach was giving them. And I didn't really like that so much. I more just ate, okay, this is my diet. And if I came across a birthday party, I went to that and I had like maybe not like the entire piece of cake, maybe half to a quarter piece just to get, you know, a little bit of flavor in there and just to feel like I was a part of it. And after the show was crazy because I basically gave up drinking wine cider not a fan of beer gave up ice cream and I just like shoved it in shoved it in (laughs) it was awful but so good at the same time and I did it binge eat a little bit and then I realized okay this is not good for me and then I cut that habit thankfully I was I didn't gain like a lot of weight but I was still kind of like unhappy with how much weight I did gain so quickly right after the show that was completely my fault A typical diet would also look like for lunch, you would have your lean protein. So what I really enjoyed was chicken, 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 you know, bodybuilders, chicken, rice, and broccoli. That was pretty much the diet. So, or like lean ground turkey or white fish. Salmon is really fatty. So I maybe only had that like once every two weeks. For carbs, I would love sweet potatoes with some coconut oil drizzled on top and cinnamon. That was like my number one. It tastes like dessert or any type of rice. You know, you don't have to eat like whole grain rice just as long as you're getting your carbs in. And then for veggies, I love the green beans from Costco or I love their stir fry mix or their broccoli. I always buy frozen, frozen chicken, frozen vegetables. And then it's just really easy to do the Saturday, Sunday meal prep for the week. And uh, from there, I just did the meal prep for Monday to Friday. And then on Saturday and Sunday, I would just be eating whatever my family was eating, um, just in like smaller portions. So I like to say it doesn't really matter what you're eating, but you want to get a good, healthy ratio of proteins, carbs, and fats. So if you're eating a McDonald's meal, let's just say a Big Mac meal, there's like, let's just say, for example, 1,200 calories and your daily goal is 1,600 calories, well, then you just use up all those calories for one meal. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't matter exactly what you're eating, but how much of it you're eating. That's basically what I was eating, and everything was prepped. So when I was really hungry after the gym, I would just grab my meal in the fridge, warm it up, and then eat right away. There's no time after you're done working out when you're like 12 weeks in to like cook food. Otherwise, I would just go and grab a granola bar, and I did not want that. I wanted to be exact and make sure I was getting the enough protein into my body as protein has amino acids, and that's where you get them from to build the muscle. And carbs and fats, they're great as well, but you do need that protein to build muscle. Damn, that just sounds really intense. I, again, I would not be able to do it. I like food too much. 
and like i just find chicken so bland like i put barbecue sauce on everything so like not being able to have like sauces or like white rice just kind of seems boring (laughs) so for all my bodybuilding friends out there for condiments we all know that mustard is our favorite condiment to put on pretty much anything i would add mustard to my pretty much three meals a day it is yeah i know right the face that you're making right now is just pure disgust mustard and lots of salt with like my chicken my rice and frank's hot sauce just to spice it up a bit i did use a lot of dry rub spices what people don't actually know is if you put in a ton of butter if you cook with lots of oil if you add in like ranch dressing that's like 30 calories per tablespoon and that's what you don't want so it's really in the condiments that you want to cut out, which will then reduce the calories that you're intaking throughout the day. Okay, so I have one final question for you. So what sort of advice would you give to someone who wants to start bodybuilding? I know you say you're not a bodybuilder, <laughs> but like, what sort of advice or maybe warnings would you give people? Hire a coach. Hire someone that you trust, that you got... Hire someone that you trust, that has great recommendations. Don't hire your new friend that just did one show that now calls himself a coach because there's a lot to coaching and the science behind it. Make sure you hire someone that knows what they're doing because that's your body. You don't want to mess up with your body. That would be my first recommendation. Second would be to make sure that you have a really great support system and network of people supporting you, you know? It is hard to do. Some days you're going to want to quit and some days you're not going to want to go to the gym or eat whatever it is on your meal plan. Um, If you are wanting to go out to restaurants and bars, make sure that you potentially bring your own food or just eat beforehand as it can be really hard to see everyone around you eating and drinking and you can't participate because you've eaten your food or it's just not on your meal plan third I would say make sure it's something that you really want to do make sure that this is a goal because you do have to make this a priority for myself I had to change my lifestyle a complete 180 flip And it was the best decision that I've ever made. So make sure that you're really ready and prepared for it, I would have to say. You could totally do it if you put your mind to it. You can do anything. You can do anything you put your mind to. (laughs) Another cheesy quote. (laughs) You should see my personal Instagram. They're filled with cheesy quotes. And I don't know. I just have fun posting them. It's a lot of fun. I just, you know, Google is my best friend. (laughs) Well, I think that is great advice and tips for people who want to start. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for coming to my place and even wanting to do this podcast with me, especially during COVID. I've had a lot of people cancel or not want to do this, so I appreciate you taking the time and doing this. And uh, like I said, I'm really sad that I won't be here to participate in your other events but i am planning on visiting because i would like to do calgary stampede at least once so i will be back so when i am back i'll look for your events and stuff and uh yeah i wish you great luck and your success and in your life thank you so much erin for having me on your podcast this is a real honor and 
honestly, I was really nervous <laughs> to come on here. I I know that we originally planned this like a few months ago, and I'm like, no way, I'm doing this. It, <laughs> I wasn't in a good headspace then. Let's just say it like that. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's been a real pleasure. And you're more than welcome to attend any of my virtual paint nights wherever you are in the world. But um, I am planning on doing another ladies trip before you leave. I know that you did ask me of that at the end of April that you're leaving. So there will be something in the works. Don't uh, get excited for it because I'm getting excited. (laughs) I just want to say thank you so much, and I'm really looking forward to continuing our friendship, even though if it is across Canada. I just wanted to thank Katrina again for doing this with me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you guys will check out my future episodes. Bye!